Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Choose Your Next Yes. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevort, and today I'm going to be diving into a topic that many midlife women can relate to, that evolving relationship with our adult children. You know, I have three of my own children that are adults now, and we have a different dynamic. And as our kids grow up and they spread their wings, it's really natural for that dynamic to shift. And in this episode, I'm going to explore three tips to help you foster that healthy but fun connection with your adult children. So let's get started. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grown-ups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. I am so excited to be back. As you know, I had COVID, and so it was a struggle getting some episodes out. We missed, um, I almost said Halloween, we missed Thanksgiving. I've still got some COVID brain going on, clearly. Um, We missed Thanksgiving on actual Thanksgiving, and so we just had our Thanksgiving dinner this past Saturday, and I got to spend some time with my adult children. And my boyfriend was there, of course, and (laughs) you got to love your adult children when they throw you under the bus in front of your boyfriend. Apparently, and I don't recall being such a horrible, mean mom, but apparently I was the horrible, mean mom that beat my children and screamed and yelled at them and treated them horribly because the stories they were telling were just mortifying. And and they all three did it. And so I'm like, wow, thank you guys for having my back. Of course, it was all in fun, and I had a few stories of my own to share as well, so it was all good. We had a great time. I love the dynamic that I have with my children now. It is so fun. They are at such a fun stage, and this new adult dynamic that I have with them, it's just amazing. And my oldest son has two children, and my grandson has been struggling in school. He's he's had you know, just some things, some growing pains, some emotional things going on. And he's not been his best self here lately. And so my son calls me the other night and he's like, please talk to your grandson. And so I did the Nana duty and I talked to my grandson and had some teacher words with him, some former educator words, plus, you know, that mom figure also, even though he has a mom and a dad, I still did it. And then He called me again later and he's like, talk to him. No, I'm like, no, I am not talking to him again. I have done that. And guess what? 
I am secretly smiling and have joy in my heart that you are paying for that raising because you are a hard kid and now you get to see what you put me through. But that's the best part. I get to say no. I don't have to discipline children like that anymore. I don't want to and I'm not going to. It is your child. You raise him now because I raised you all to adulthood and I'm happy about that. I love being in this new adult relationship with you. And I got to thinking about that. And a while back, I had joined some empty nester groups and I noticed that there were some parents who were just really struggling with being empty nesters and their children being adults and not being in the home anymore. And that was really a struggle for them emotionally. And I have not been there. And so I had a hard time relating at first because I raised my children to be adults. I raised them to be independent. I am so proud of who they are now. And I love that new relationship that we have. But not every parent feels that way. Some of you really have some actual mourning for your child being gone. You have lost someone. It feels like someone... I can relate it to someone passing away because they're not in your home anymore and you just feel that heaviness, that emptiness. And while I never struggled with that, you know, I've had a few moments here and there and I've, I've longed for that child dynamic again, but my oldest son took care of that because he had a grandchild for me immediately. So I really didn't even have to worry about that or struggle with not having that baby, that young person in our family network. And I did an interview one time with someone who was an empty nest guru, and they really helped me to reframe my thinking around how my feelings are different and Just because you guys are feeling something different than what I'm feeling, it's okay. And yes, I know that it's okay to have all of these different feelings. And I knew that deep down in my core, but having it verbalized to me was really solidifying in my head and really helped me be much more empathetic to those of you who don't have that feeling or those feelings that I have about having adult children now. So I want to give you some tips and some action steps to really embrace this new relationship with your children. They're adulting. My daughter-in-law, she has said a few times that she doesn't love adulting sometimes because it's hard. And yes, it is hard. And I can definitely relate to that. Now, she says it all in good fun because she loves being a mom and she loves taking care of her daughter and her stepson, which is my grandson, because she came into a family where she she had a son immediately. As soon as she came into the family, she had a son that she did not birth. And she is an amazing stepmom to my grandson, and she loves him just like he is her own. And so it's funny just to hear her say those things because it's hard. It is hard being in that kind of a dynamic. But I want to go ahead and get started on the content for today, and that is those tips that I talked about. And tip number one is to embrace the independence of your adult children. You raise them to be adults. You have worked hard all of these years to get them to adulthood, and you did a great job. Now you just have to let nature take its course 
And you have to embrace that you did an amazing job as an, as a parent raising those human beings. And there are some decisions that my kids have made. And I just wanted to smack them upside the head and say, what are you thinking? What were you thinking? But I didn't do that. I gave them space to make their own decisions, even if I didn't agree with them. And there are still things that I don't necessarily agree with, but it's not my place to tell them how to live their life. They are now adults and they are independent people and I have no more room to tell them how to live. Now, they do ask my opinion on many things and that is because I have created this dynamic with them where I am no longer the boss, and, and you can see my air, I wish you could see my air quotes. I am no longer the boss, but I am now in the role of maybe a confidant, a consultant, a coach, a counselor. There's all these different words that you can use now to replace that typical, I'm in control of what happens to you because I want to keep you safe and make sure that you succeed in life and don't get run over by a bus. And they appreciate that. So moving into the action step, I already gave you part of it. Give them space to make their own decisions, even if you disagree. And begin by having an open and non-judgmental conversation with them about their goals and their dreams. You know, when they're coming out of high school, you still can help shape what they are doing. And my youngest, he just graduated from high school in May and he started going to welding school. And so it's, a vocational. He'll be done in like four and a half months. It's real quick. He's going to come out with these certifications. He knew what he wanted to do. All I needed to do was guide him in the correct steps to get there and get through the process. He needed my help on financial aid and what that looked like and all of those kind of things. But remember, you raise them to be individuals. So encourage them to express their individuality and support them in pursuit of their independence. Do not hinder them because that's where that animosity comes in and that pushback comes in. If you try to continue in that typical parent-boss role, they're going to push back. This is a new phase of your relationship. So you're going to have to embrace it with enthusiasm because it's wonderful. It really truly is wonderful to have this new type of relationship with them. Tip number two, find some common interests. All three of my boys are completely different. And as they grew up, I could see them as individuals, but then I also saw them as who they were in liking the same things. They also like some of the same things that I like, but not all of the things that I like. And there are a few things that I like that they like to do, but I definitely do not like all of the things that they like to do. So your action step is to discover some shared hobbies or activities that you can all enjoy. We all like to shoot guns. So that is something that we do when we get together as a family unit is we shoot guns. We shoot at targets and we have a farm. So we have plenty of room. It's real safe. We're teaching our grandchildren or they're teaching my grandchildren how to be safe with firearms, how to respect a firearm, how to be good at using a firearm. And so it is something that we all enjoy. So that is something we do as a family unit. Two of my three sons, however, like video games. I have no interest in that whatsoever. So that is not ever anything that I am going to be caught doing is sharing time with them 
playing video games, but that's okay. You can find other things to do. Try out cooking recipes or maybe go hiking or binge watch a favorite TV show. My older son loves certain shows. And that is something that's really fun to watch those three because they do like the same shows. And we, anytime that we are together, they are constantly making references to specific shows that they watch. They will pull out a quote and they all know what it means. And I am completely in the dark most of the time. And it's so fun to watch when they do that. But you also have to be open and genuinely interested in their passions and open to trying those new things that they really like. This is going to create some lasting memories that you all can share, and it's going to strengthen that connection you have with your adult children. Tip number three, communication and boundaries. Establish some clear communication boundaries to ensure that there's some mutual respect and some understanding between each of you. Encourage that open and honest conversation with your children where you both can express your needs and your concerns. I love it when my middle son, he will call me and we will have some very heartwarming, deep conversation about different things. And I love it when he does that. My older son will call me and we'll have deep conversations about other things. My younger son, he's, he's, Yeah, I don't even exist right now in his world. And so I'm just waiting for that day for him to remember that I'm alive and he'll come back around because the other two went through this as well. And that's okay. Just know that when your children are first stepping into their independence, they're not going to be a whole lot of communication between you guys. With my oldest son, I will talk to him two or three times a week. My middle son, I talk to him probably four or five or six, maybe sometimes 10 times a week. My younger son, I check in on him a couple of times to make sure he's still alive. That's about it with him right now. And it's it's funny. He, he catches me up on everything, tells me all the stories, and then he's off. He doesn't want to talk on the phone for very long. Now, I am not where my children are. We are geographically very far apart from each other. So I can't go out on a mother-son dinner date or lunch date or anything like that. But if you are close and you can do that, that is wonderful, especially if you have girls and you want to connect with them and stay connected with them. Find a time where you guys can go on a mom-daughter date or a mom-son date And have those regular hangout times. Maybe set up a time every week or every other week where you specifically set a day aside where you spend some time together so you can have those wonderful conversations. And there you have it. The three tips to help you navigate the new relationship with your adult children. Embrace their independence and give them some space to grow. Find those common interests and then prioritize that open communication and that time that you do get together. Make sure that it's sacred. Remember, this is an exciting chapter in your life and it's filled with opportunities for growth and connection with your adult children. So go forth, have fun and enjoy this special time and the special bond you have now with your adult children. Have an amazing rest of the week and I will see you back here on Friday. 